Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. We've got a beauty pageant on our hands. Four fans from four countries arrive to battle it out in a makeover challenge in one of the tightest final fours in franchise history. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Mexico. And join me as someone who loves the pageant, even though there is no crown on her head yet. It's Precious Envy. Hello. I don't like pageants. <laughs> no, but I li- I'm like, yes, I'm not. I'm not a pageant queen. I don't. That's just not in it for me. I think I did two. I did two misses of like for just like the one and only pageant for the bars. Oh, child, no. I was so dead the next day. I, I don't know. I don't know how these girls do it. Yeah. Well, we will talk about um, the pageant world shortly. But first, <laughs> um, new week and, and, and the Drag Race Universe said hello. We're going to give you lots of news. So. I have two drag race things to share and one drag race mm-hmm. adjacent. Which would you like me to share first? Adjacent, adjacent. Adjacent. All right. I'm super excited about this news. Officially, the first contestant in Eurovision 2024 representing Belgium is Musti, one of our fabulous judges from Belgium. Oh, um, he's so adorable. He's so cute. I am so thrilled for him. This is an amazing opportunity. Um, do not be surprised if there are drag queens in his act. No, oh, I wouldn't be. I, I would expect. He's already it. performed with part of the uh, Belgian cast. Um, I, I think this is incredible. I think this is brilliant. Um, this is the second gay person in a row that Belgium is sending. Um, and last time <laughs> they, uh, they did well. I think they're going to do well again. So congratulations, Musti. Um, mm-hmm. Can't wait to see what happens. I will be rooting for you until someone else comes around and they're like, well. You know. <laughs> but as a huge Eurovision and, fan, I'm a threat. And you know what? Speaking of Belgium, I was loving all the shots of them in the audience for the uh for the France finale. And I love well, that Susan was is, and I love that Susan was wearing her promo look. <laughs> right. Well, what's funny is that I for some who may know uh Nikki was like if you're in Paris she I'll get you in I was like oh okay um and I, I if I went I was like I don't know what I would have done I don't know I don't know anything but I've been uh, I'm chatting with Edna for the longest time I would have mm-hmm. requested sitting next to her and she translate everything for me I did was she there because I couldn't I like I she saw was sitting next to Susan Okay, because I was seeing because I saw Athena and uh, and Drag Queen and Susan all together, and I was like, and then I saw Balenciaga, and I was just like, well, I'm like, yes. is Edna there? Where is she? Where is yeah, she? Edna was sitting next to Susan. Okay. Okay. Let's go to the news from Italia. Drag Race Italia three will be debuting on October thirteenth. 
And we have a major, major official shake up. Tomasa mm-hmm. Zorzi out. He's gone. I'm a little sad about that. that. He was my eye candy. Yeah. Well, to replace him, we have a Paula and a Paolo. Paula Yezzi. Um, great. Then we have Paolo Camilla. Camille. For those who may not know, that's that handsome, sexy, um, could be killer from the White Lotus season two. He's the man of the boat. I didn't, I didn't watch the White Lotus. I'm a bad gay. All right. Well, that is the exciting part. So it's the two of them mm-hmm. taking over. Chiara Francini is still going to be there. Um, good for her. She is a fun time gal. And I can't wait to see what um, hat she's going to put on this time around. Now, our last piece of news. Let's just yep. get to it. Drag Race UK 5 guest judges have been revealed. Um, Still no Catherine Tate. I'm still very upset about it. But we have Catherine Tate adjacent, um, because also in um, news of Doctor Who land. Um, <laughs> our dear friend Yasmin Finney will be one of our guest judges. And for those who may not know, she will be featured in one of the Doctor Who episodes as a character named Rose who we have officially found out today is named Rose Noble, which mm-hmm. means she's Donna Noble's daughter, and Donna Noble's played by Captain Tate. So there we go, back to Captain Tate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Yasmin Finney. Um, we have... Um, we, we got some fun people here. We got Daphne Guinness again. Chris <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Jumbo. Um, Ashling B is coming back. Um... I, I think it's a fun group. It's very, very British this time around. So there's not a lot of names that I immediately knew. But mm-hmm. for those who've been watching Heartstopper, obviously Osmond Finney is the big one here. Yeah, Heartstopper, so good. Um, lots of ladies, except we got one man, and that is uh, Joel Doman. Uh, for those who don't know, he is the host of The Masked Singer UK. Um, okay. And, and the upcoming Survivor UK. Oh, so your Survivor like, Multiverse is opening do, up? Right. They're like, go do a lot of publicity because we got to get ready for Survivor because I don't know how the British are going to do with Survivor. But <laughs> I think that's all the news of the week right now. Am I missing anything? No. Well, because I think you had said that the cast is supposed to be announced for UK and it was like September 11th was like around there. And that's like, yeah, that's like two weeks away. So, yeah, so I'd expect that we'd be getting a cast announcement for Italia probably within the same time. around the same time, because if they're, they'll both probably be starting close together and then we'll get Canada. And I think that's the last yeah. one to announce. Now, that's like a recurring for now. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think we're I think we're near the end, which is great for my sanity. Well, because yeah, because I think Germany was the last new series. Correct. Correct. For this year, yeah. And I I didn't realize Germany and Brazil were happening this year because I was like, I just oh, thought yeah. we were getting uh because they announced Mexico, uh Sweden and Belgium close together. So I was like, oh, three new three new entries into the multiverse. And then when they're like Brazil and Germany are happening, I get two. I'm like going, oh, there's five. Oh fuck. Five new series this year. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait for the end of the of the year awards. It's going to be pure insanity. Trying to keep uh, up. I'm just like I'm forgetting who people were already. I'm like so many new people. Even people I liked, I'm forgetting. Oh, don't worry. I will help you out here. But I apologies know. again. Pronunciations. I'm trying to get better. Duolingo. Um, I started you for Portuguese. Maybe you can give me like more free shit, and I'll like 
to all the languages. We'll get there. But as <laughs> always, I must have a disclaimer. This is an entertainment product. So we just got to really on each other. Present interest, reality, and production. We are showing the other intelligence wants to see. We are actually with the spending. The real police are opportunity to go and tell them. The other capital, the other business, the discussion, the seven plans for entertainment. So that's really on the show. Okay. Ten episodes in. Not the end of the season. We still got more. Nope. They, um, we I'm all getting... of a sudden, this became a... This became a 12-episode season, and I'm like going like, uh, I wish I would have known that going in. Yeah, I'm getting a little fatigued because it's feeling a bit monotonous and heavy-handed. Not a bad mm-hmm. thing, because we're celebrating some amazing drag, but um, at this point, you can see three queens on this show being like, what are we even doing here? Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. It is what it is. Let's get I it. feel like I feel like they hadn't I feel like the production had an idea of who they won the final at least the top two and then one of the queens wasn't quite delivering what they wanted and all of a sudden these upstarts appeared and was just like yes. they threw a wrenches in their pockets because there were a couple episodes where you're like okay I understand why you didn't give her the win there because you're the one in the final two but now she's not performing the way she was so you could go back and rework all the wins to give Correct. them to better people and it would still end up probably with these four but Absolutely. you could have even things out a lot more even today they should have given the win to Gala instead of Christian, oh yes, and we're gonna get but to I it. don't think they want. I think they thought Gala wasn't going to do well, and that's why they were like, "Oh, we'll have a top three. And they're like, "Fuck, Gala did well." Yeah. All right, Kero out, and rather than yep. being sad, Christian says she is very proud of her. I mean, that's rich from coming to from the bitch who keeps on winning. <laughs> Gotta give it her all. It was either her or you, sissy. It's the top four, and it's insane to them. Now they will have the chat that we all had in our head. Um, we they were so surely convinced that this was the semifinals. Nope, more drag shenanigans for you lot. Do you yeah. think they were told ahead of time the amount of episodes they are filming, or do you think they just show up and do what they're told? They may have thought they may have said because they may have told them maybe 10, because next week is supposed to be, or this week, I'm thinking next week because it's last week's episode. Um, this week is the reunion, and then we're getting right. a finale. And I got, like, I had the idea that they probably had, an, uh, like, at least well, an extra episode, given the fact that no one home episode one, they had 11 girls. So I'm like, okay, figuring mm-hmm. the season. But then you had another episode where they didn't send anyone home. And I'm like, going, okay, so what is this episode count? Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say, oh, my God, maybe there was a 12th girl that didn't uh, make it through. But we've had some odd numbers this year, so I can't say anything about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, usually we nine was kind of like a, a standard for a while, and then it became like ten to twelve, and then all of a sudden it's like eleven. It's like what? Yeah. Let's do a bottom chat. Matraka has now seen yeah. the bottom. Gala has been there, done that. Even Christian knows what it's like. But Regina, she's never bottomed yet. And when mm-hmm. she said that, I knew the producers were going to make sure that storyline came into fruition. Yep. Rahina was has won little, but she has been so close to winning, so she feels her place is well-earned. Now, Christian is praised on her win, and the others are over that kind of kindness. They're over it. Um, and again, being humble, Christian believes she has not earned her spot in the finale, which is insane. But listen, you could be Mami, Mami Wata and think you've got a real chance of winning, but we know. We know the tea about actuality and practicality. Mm-hmm. Gala would love to get to the finale with her sisters, Rahina and Christian. You know, that Stars Alliance from the early part of the season. Um, only got to get there with by eliminating one Miss Matraka. Can't wait to see how that turns out. <laughs> 
a new day has come and the queens will just walk on in as Mutaka says she wants mm-hmm. to push someone down the stairs. How very drag of her. Mm-hmm. She, she watched Showgirls the night before. Ever, yeah, have you ever had the urge to just push someone down the rock bar stairs? Um, no, but uh, someone did fall down them while I was there. Um, and I thought they were joking were they when they drunk? said they fell down them. Yes, they were. No, no, they were pre-show. Yeah. Pre-show. This was <gasps> back when the stairs were the old stairs, which literally oh, were a death trap um, before they redid Coco? them. No, no, it was Katrina Lovelace. Oh, okay. She, she took a tumble down, and I literally thought she was, like, just joking and went off me and she's like no bitch my hair saved me because <laughs> she, she had her wig on and you know she loves her big ass hair and i was like oh shit and i was like going like you know because you have that joke of like i will crystal tonish your ass down those stairs so for you know for the win yeah. but it's like yeah. i'm yeah not serious that's like i'm like every time i walk down the stairs i'm always like hands out slowly walking down i'm not gonna <laughs> fall yes the table is now big enough for them to each have a side if they wanted to, but that would not be good for cameras. So they're just going to spread on out. Mm-hmm. They're going to do that old thing that they used to do on Survivor where they would like walk through the jungle, see each fallen castaway's torch and say something nice about them. There's no time here for torches or jungle, but we're going to commemorate. And by commemorate, they're going to say their names. Mm-hmm. Vallarta, Miss Vallarta, Pixie, Vermelia, which Matraca is going to sing her name, and um, we're going to get a broken glass and dogs barking. And then Argenis, <laughs> which um, calls a sucker mouth, and the show is like, oh, this is boring, we're in the alarm. Mm-hmm. They're over it. I guess when you film this many episodes, there's not much to talk about. No, because I think at this point, I think they thought they'd at least be in the top three by now. And they'd be at either semifinal into the finale or thinking this is a semifinal, next week's the finale. And it's like, yeah, I guess it is technically the semifinal, but what are they doing for the finale? I'm just like, okay. Right. We have a Lolita Oli message where she talks about Familia. Lolita arrives and she is showing skin. Look at those abs. This bitch loves showing off. Mm-hmm. She was like, look at my body. Look at this. Touch this. That's all this, honey. Speaking of, Lolita will call Regina out and say her eyes are up there, and Gala will take it even further and say that Regina's age, hormones, and menopause drive her crazy. Is this the same for you? Yes. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. god, I can't wait to be um, of a certain age. Lolita in your 40s, in your 40s. Yeah, All I have to say is this is uh, probably one of the horniest episodes of Drag Race that we've had in a very long time. Because these girls, you can tell they've been sequestered. I'm not blaming them on, like, they've had some nice eye candy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Hi, have any of you been in a swing? Um, I like to be pissed on. Here's my yellow hanky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lolita's going to ask them how it feels to be in the semifinals. We have an assortment of answers, just like how we will do a fill in the blank. As Lolita says, Drag Race Mexico has lots of... And we're going to get challenges, drag queens, gays, and tears. But the answer she was looking for is surprises. Do you like surprises? Yes. I like surprises when like money enters my bank account. Yes. Or 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 a nice little oh hi didn't expect you to come you know. Valentina has four surprises for them as she escorts four menses into the room and the hormones have arrived. Before mm-hmm. we talk about our four drag race fans, Valentina in that race car jumpsuit, what a decision. 
sometimes her boy look her well her boy looks as they say um she's just questionable taste as a boy uh, when she's dresses in drag amazing but her boy looks sometimes i'm like girl what were you thinking well, for this week's Maxi Challenge, they're going to have drag babies. It's makeover time. They will have to become two beauty queens, Miss Mexico, Miss Colombia, Miss Chile, and Miss Venezuela. Now, to pick the pairs, they will randomly fist for their life, as Valentina says, uh, where, their, where their card will reveal their drag daughter, who it's going to be. Do you like this idea? Do you prefer it being random assortment of characters being selected, or do you want it, the drama of someone selecting? No, I don't mind the random because also too it's drag race. You never know how random it actually is. Because um, sure. exactly, if so, I like it too. I like it when they attempt to be random, even though you know they probably have some plan who they who they who they were pre pre assigned. Sure. Then, because I think sometimes some girls, especially when they do the makeover when it's so close to the end, some girls are like, "We've made it this far. I want to. I want to. I want us to all be on equal playing field going forward." And other girls are like, you get the ugly one. <laughs> I want the cute one for myself. Christian will get Miss Chile. Gala will get Miss Venezuela. Marahina will get Miss Mexico. And Mataraka will get Miss Colombia. Um, which one would you do? I mean, I'm sorry. Which one would you want? Um, I think I would want Colombia because I do think Colombia's facial features already like she has a i think they she has a good face for drag um face ready i honestly i think venezuela i wouldn't want because i would just be staring at him and be like oh i'm supposed to be working um venezuela is gorgeous venezuela was gorgeous um the other two are cute too i just think mexico has that like it's i want all i would do would be like can i tweeze your eyebrows because his (laughs) eyebrows were so close together i'm like going can we to make them too I'm like, you're cute, but I want to make them too. Now, Lolita reveals that joining them on the main stage this week, they will be in the presence of Lara Carmine. Are you familiar with her work? I am not. Me either, but she's a big star in mm-hmm. Mexico. Um, she is of Puerto Rican descent, but she has done lots of telenovelas. Oh, get a girl. It's time to meet their babies. The girls will hug it out with their new children. First, let's check in with Christian and Miss Chili with the beard. Christian thinks that he is similar to him as her features are kind of Korean girl, girly, fresh, and jovial. Can we stop for a second and discuss what this Korean girl thing meant? I was confused by that when when she referenced that she has Korean girl face. I was like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I, I don't know either. Um, maybe there's some sort of like history that I'm fully unaware about, mm-hmm. but like I don't know of any connection of Mexico and Korea. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. If I'm an ignorant American and don't know something, someone please tell me. Um, but this one was very lost on me. Now, because Christian will not ask him his name, the show will put a lover third on and tell us his <laughs> name is Gabriel Jude. Uh, he came to the show because sometimes you have to become another version and discover yourself. Now, mm-hmm. Christian will ask the question we all knew was coming. Are we shaving the beard? And this motherfucker is like, <laughs> he can't because this is work. But he knows that Christian will make a better version of himself. Now, wait, hold on. What kind of work requires him to keep that fucking beard? And did the show not ask, like, before they brought him on? What do you think he does for work? Um, porn. I don't know. 
Um, Honestly, that would be my answer too. I that's the only thing I can think where he has like, unless it's something where it's like, I can see something where he's like, you know, is he a certain type of model that like, you know, because it's like they have to have a certain look. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, does he, is he a musician? Like, and it's like, that's all part of his aesthetic. Um, but I do find, because whenever they do the beard ones with the guys who are fully bearded and they get rid of it, uh, you know, there's that, that joke of like, you know, makeup is to women as to beards are to men. Because you get rid of the beard, you're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm all, that's not who I married. That's not who I'm dating. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I fully think he's probably an actor. I think the four of them are most likely actors. Well, Columbia um, even guess. said that they that they were, that right. they were an actor. Right. So I'm guessing they probably and, and again, work I'm it. going with that because they put these people's full fucking names out there. So yeah, like, yeah. Unless you're gonna just dox them like that, um, I, think mm-hmm. I think they're all actors. I'm guessing they're probably yeah. I guess I didn't do I didn't do like an Instagram dive to be like oh full name who are you? They're gonna be like mind. yeah. No, I didn't need to. But that would be that would be my guess. Like it's something like you can go on this, you can go on the show, but uh, you can't. You know, the agent could have been like, "Don't do it," because that's going to also cause drama, and you're going to want the drama. You know all that stuff. Yeah, Gabriella cannot walk in heels, but he says he will practice until he's perfected it. They are going to be misses where they have to be immaculate and levitate, perfect at all times. Now, remember, when I asked why would they bring a beard bro on if they won't shave? Well, because he does have a secret gift. He can sew, and Christian's like, Mm -hmm. it's a miracle. Yep. Wow. Okay. I love how it's like, hi, daughter. You're going to do all the work for this. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay, so he can sew, but he keeps the beard. Now, does this change what you think his profession is? No, I still don't know. He couldn't. Yeah, he, I, I don't because because even even if he even if he like does like design and stuff, having a beard doesn't do anything unless it's like that's his moniker. Is like his business card is the beard. Uh, yeah, right. He's a right, tailor. Let's visit Regina and her kiddo, Miss Mexico Jorge. Regina is willing to give him whatever he wants. Those be dangerous words to a sexy man. Now Regina is like, so that beard shaving and the nerve of this drag fan says, "I'd like to keep it on, please." <laughs> bitch where's valentina she probably stormed through the studio and was like give me my residuals please mm-hmm. with her uh was it vanilla fantasy in her hand or was that they what she called made it another reference to it and i was like mm-hmm. what a missed opportunity but again is mortified that you can't be in a vault with a beard she will beg him as it will grow back in two days and he's like i'm just kidding it's going so Rahina knows he's super willing, and, but reluctant at first. But Rahina um, batted her lashes and gets what she wants. The work of pretty people. All they got to do is just mm-hmm. bat their lashes. Like, yep. oh my God, do you want my entire paycheck? Mm-hmm. The one thing, too, is his beard compared to Christian's boy's beard, that is like, that's going to take a couple months, at least six months to grow back to where it was yours is going to grow back tomorrow like literally it, it's like you don't it's not yours yours is like a little cover-up not like anything major so i was like when boys get a little like um i'd like to keep it on it's like shut up like literally well, if it. i got on the show when they mm-hmm. finally do their podcast or makeover challenge mm-hmm. i will probably come on with like what i have currently and yeah i'll, I'll do the fake thing i don't want to shave it and then five seconds later it's gone i'm like oh my god look how beautiful i am yeah um, <laughs> It's, it's a joke. It's a plot line. We know it. We know this show yep. goes this way. Um, exactly. But he will ask what he thinks when he thinks beauty queen. He says, being a beauty queen for Mexico, he thinks of the colors of the flag. And she tells him, 
be too literal and not use green, white, and red in the outfit because oh, I don't bring anything like that. She's thinking mm-hmm. more in the lines of florals and the headpiece approach. Um, yeah, bitch didn't bring a good design challenge look. That's all. That no, she didn't. <laughs> now, Jorge hasn't done drag, but Rohina has done enough for both of them, so she'll make it work. She'll support him. Now, with Miss Colombia, Matraca learns her baby is an actor. Matraca will assume her baby has stage presence, and Christian, now not to be confused with the artist known as Peralta, is going to ham it up and says that the stage is his place. Not to sound dirty, but Matraca will note that Christian has beautiful attributes. And it's true. Sometimes you just know when someone is drag ready, their face is yeah. perfect for a feminine illusion. And this was this person. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian has never done drag, but has dreamed of it for many years. This will be their first time and has also never walked in heels. Listen, we were all shocked that this little homosexual was never sissy that walk. I was convinced. I'm su- I, w- I was surprised. I thought he would be one that'd be like, Oh, I got to, I got to walk down. I used to play in like my sister's heels. Yeah, yeah. Because he does get that vibe. He just mm-hmm. he gives that vibe of it. Chris is going to be disciplined. Just lend him your heels. And finally, we have Gata, who is just going to flirt. I mean, um, I would too. I would too. Ponier Magdalena, as the lower third shares, is very nervous but excited. He has never done drag. Gata will shoot fires across all of Latin America by saying that Mexicans and Venezuelans. Are the prettiest. Um, do you think Gala got hate for that? Or I don't know. She's pretty. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to say. I could see she. I could see a lot of people being like, "Excuse me, what?" Um, mm-hmm. Because believe me, I've seen some ugly Mexicans. So I don't know who she's <laughs> talking about. God is worried as Venezuelan women have represented beauty in the world, and that is a pressure. Unlike mm-hmm. the others, this bitch has walked in heels before while going out and meeting friends. Is that what they call it? Meeting friends? I'm sorry. That he's a secret drag queen. I swear. Oh, yeah. oh, I think I think me. I think he was a plant. Um uh-huh. I do too. Now, mm-hmm. what's in a name? Well, Gala has an idea. She is Galavado, inspired by her favorite surrealism artist. Gala is based on Dali's wife, and Varo is Remedios Varo. So, working off of that, she's thinking Remedios Dali. Okay, let's see how long that sticks. Now, I don't know if that name was a mouthful, which I bet he has as well. Um, And she likes a mouthful, so. Yeah. Well, Valentina and Lolita have returned to find out what the pairs are up to. Christian will walk over with her daughter, and that is Conchita Worst Realness. Uh, Christian was so, worried about the beard, and Lolita is like, you're not shaving the beard. Well, Little Miss Beard will be like, it's one of the advantages, and I knew regardless, this was going to be the way the show was going to shower Christian with another victory. Mm-hmm. No! Non-bearded queen has had a makeover partner with a bearded partner that stayed bearded. So yeah, the yeah. plotline of overcoming adversity was loud and proud here. Yeah, uh, Hina, um, we'll have Christian as... Well, she's going to shade her, and she doesn't know why Christian couldn't convince her daughter to shave as Rohina has the secrets for convincing. What are the secrets <laughs> to convince someone to do something for you? Besides bad advice. A blowjob. A blowjob. There it is. <laughs> she's like, um, she's like, uh, meet me in my hotel room, and I'll, I'll, I'll convince you to shave that beard. Gabrielle has no stage experience, but she's got the attitude. Stand tall and squeeze the shoulders. <laughs> sure. 
Lilia tells Christian that there has to be harmony in their cohesion, and she will try to transmit that, but notes that her girl is already a diva. Runs in the family. It's name reveal. It's Latin time. Gabi Peralta. How fitting, using Gabriel's real name just mm-hmm. feminized. Very yep. simple, very smart. Christian tells us that she does badass makeovers, and she's going to apply 15 years of knowledge to this challenge. Okay. We're going to talk about the result, which was very, very good, obviously. This is clearly not the first time Christian's put someone in drag. No, because isn't didn't isn't Christian like a makeup artist as well? Or did do makeup? See, that's the thing. I don't think I think when they speak of makeup artists, it's more so that they're a makeup artist on themselves because of okay. all the illusions they do. Um, I don't think they're like working at Sephora giving people makeovers on a daily basis. Um <laughs> So I, well, I, I, would, I wouldn't that, see him at Sephora, yeah. Right. I, I don't think Christian is um, putting other people in drag all the time, but I think because she's able to change her face in so many ways, yeah. she can do anything to literally anybody. Yeah. She might make me pretty. That'd be a, that, that would be a freak. <laughs> now, I've already decided if, if there's ever going to be someone who I will allow to put me in drag, um... I think it actually is going to be Nikki doll. Like I might like, it would have to be the timing aligned. I'd be like, Nikki, take me on a shopping spree and then put me in drag. Yep. I look stunning. stunning. Oh my God. And your Um, your drag sister will be Pete Davidson. Oh, literally, literally. (laughs) Okay. Next up is the Taka family. They're going to skip on over. And that wig alone changed everything Mm -hmm. uh it's time to present her daughter maraca how fitting i love that name it was so cute i was like oh it also fits her so well maracas right maracas are very traditional in colombia like the matraca in mexico um that being said i believe my parents brought me back a maraca from mexico one time so um i guess maracas are just all over the world I want to say that I want to say I recall them being sold in like Tijuana. So I think they're just like, you know, just as like a novelty to like, you know, like sell it to the U.S. to the the dumb Americans as they leave Mexico. There it is. Matraka says to call her Biscochito girl from now on. Do you know what that means? Because I was having a little trouble like doing the Google search because obviously uh, Biscochito was um, the Rosalia song from earlier in the season. No, I didn't. I didn't catch that. If someone wants to guide me through it, please do. Because again, I was just getting lyrics and that is not helping me. <laughs> right, Matraka will reveal that she has never done drag. Uh, Maraca will reveal that she's never done drag. Her darling mother tells Lolita and Valentina that she has a funny walk. Lolita will force her to do it. And well, it's not half bad. But when Lolita says she walks like her and then Oscar tries to correct her, well, we are reminded that perhaps they are just dudes in dresses. Yeah. Valentina will You're come to Maraca but tells her yeah, to treat her mother well, as she's worked hard for her spot, but also have fun. No pressure. See you on season two. Exactly. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Maraca and uh, uh, Miss Valenzuela uh, make tapes for next season. Mm-hmm. Well, let's speak of her. Galavado dings Miss Venezuela with her where she will show off her kiddos walk. And it's pretty fucking fabulous. Like, watch out, Valentina. Mm-hmm. Valentina will correctly guess where he is from, Carabobo, and then we'll ask if the ones from Carabobo are the gayest. And yes, it proves it. He is claiming. 
Yep. Lolita will ask how they will represent Venezuela with all the iconic misses. And Gala says they want to be traditional, like a beauty queen, who are the most formal. It's like a Bible of how to be a Venezuela, Venezuelan beauty queen. She has the tools to solve this challenge. And by tools, she will tailor the looks to make them match. Don't I recall that maybe Gala wasn't like the greatest of the design challenge? The first one, at least. That was so long ago. Um, yeah, I don't recall the first design challenge. She did well the second design challenge, but I don't recall the first design challenge. Fair. Yeah. All right. Honestly, all of these girls, Time none of them, them were in the top for the first design challenge, I don't think. I think a lot of them were safe. Like, so the girls that did really well in the like initial design challenge, they didn't survive the show. <laughs> That's true. It's Anahina's time to show her daughter, who is guiding her child over with the pads already on. Jorge is not wearing panties, just like her mother. And speaking of mothers, she would sleep on his pillows. Incest. Oh, she was so horny for him. My God. Mm-hmm. Rahina was Rahina was like, I have not, I have not fucked in how long we've we been here. I need it. I need it. Rahina will say that she looks like her mother with ass and legs and is a good kisser. Are they joking or do you think they've already done it? They haven't been together that long to have fucked unless this is someone who is like, hi, welcome back. You guys are going to play again. I don't know. I know she wants to because she's like ogling him like like Mm -hmm. no one's business. Yeah. Rahina says they have an inherent advantage as they love their country and culture and through that they know how Mexican beauty queen should look like. Rahina says to make it a cohesive duet, they will have a cohesive have to have cohesion in their costumes. Now, does her baby sing like Miss Queen of the Universe? No, his mouth has other talents. Show me your expertise of the oral arts, please. <laughs> He's all queen on his knees. There it is. Lolita and Valentina will leave the families remind that this is the semifinal and they have lots of expectations. Yep. It's time for a mother-daughter beauty contest. It's the final stretch. It is elimination day. Everyone is feeling good and excited. Now, Miss Maraca said she cried the night before as this is a dream. Miss Venezuela was too excited to sleep, or as Gala clarifies, it was instead spent making clothes. Gabi is very excited as their minds are connected. Christian thought it would be hard because he was so masculine, but nope. It's her little girl. Voce girls. Well, they feel excited but nervous and will mention... When he was practicing with her heels, he felt stiff. I bet he felt stiff as well. <laughs> it's time to transform these kiddos into drag queens. But first, yep. it's time to enter Galavado's school of tucking. And yes, a whiteboard came out of nowhere so she can instruct these children in the art of hiding the pee-pee. Gala says this is important to her because when she started... She had a small accident, and I am intrigued more than ever. Tell us what this accident was, please. Oh, she probably ripped some hair. Sure, let's go with that one, where she maybe or, got something or, stuck oh. inside. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. None of the new girls have tucked before, so to kick it off, Gata needs to know about their sizes. Why? Because if they are like her, it's too big and she can't tuck it because um, whatever, but she's a tuck queen. She's going to show them how to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Matraka will read her and say that the lady thinks she's the expert at hiding, but she keeps on popping out. That's just her gimmick. <laughs> and that will give them visual aids. Like, she's drawing the pee-pee, hair and all. 
she will show the motion of how to pull back and tape down and then draw what the result would look like. And I'm like, how is this show not canceled yet? This is graphic. Well, you know, it's also a lot of countries aren't like America. They're not prudish in regards to what uh, what gets put. Because how many countries in Europe have like full on like nudity in their commercials that are on air at like, you know, six o'clock at night? You know, kids are fully seeing it, but it's something about like the children save the children. Um, so I, I didn't see it was I didn't think it was like that graphic. It was actually very much like, oh, this kind of educational in a way. I did feel that's like fair. that's fair. The, I did feel like the bit kind of went on a little too long in regards to like because they've done in the past where they've like they're tucking and it's just like little like a montage kind of thing. But this was like here, like come out and show us your glory, um, and then have them be like then let, let the queens like touch you inappropriately because <laughs> right. Rohina, oh Rohina was all about his ass. Well, the fear that these poor people have on their faces. They did not know that this is the anatomy lesson that they would be a part of um, in their experience. Mm-hmm. Matraka will share that she tried to tuck once and it was horrible. So now she wears big poofy outfits to hide the lack of tucking. It all makes sense now, doesn't it? Yep. That'll go on to say that the scrum ends up just like an empty sack and then you fold it in like a tamale. <laughs> Thanks for the visual. Now the visual aid continues with an actual pair of tucking panties. And again, these faces tucking is dangerous so we will go to this group it's time to tuck it all away when poor maraca is like we have to use tape me thinks that maybe some of these noobs were not entirely prepared yeah condition will take a peek at her little baby only to accidentally see that he has a huge package and of course gala is like can i see well rather than just see she's actually going to tuck christian's daughter in um here they're just like family Mm-hmm. Who was on the U.S. season that kind of had to do that? Was it Trinity's guy, Probably. like where she had to go back there, was like and like actually like do it for him? Um, I can't remember. There's one of them that did that, where they had the privacy panels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Gabby will say from behind the curtain that it hurts a little, and just like a real mother, Christian's like, "What did you expect? Did you think being my daughter would be easy?" <laughs> Come on, Joan. <laughs> She's next and she's sobbing before she gets in, but she's ready to be a bitchy queen. And even though the sound of duct tape scares her a bit, she will get tucked and come out. And they are also proud. No bold, sort of, sort of, kind of. So it, it was. It was mm-hmm. Jean Shay is revealed. And yeah, that man is tucked and ready to go. And that ass is out. And Christian has to remind her that it is her, in fact, her daughter. <laughs> That's your daughter. Take your hands off her. And finally, it's Dalivado, who is also a slut. Now, do you think mm-hmm. I should uh, hire Gala for Block Talk Drag You as my tucking professor? Um, yes, because I think he, I think his rate is much more reasonable than uh, Trinity the Tuck's rate. That's fair. That's fair. Now that the kids are tucked and ready to go, the makeup is about to be applied. Well, for Gabby first, that fur has to be removed off the chest. I guess that shaving um, of the chest is okay in his line of work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ask him if it's hard for him to lose his masculinity in the matter of body hair and all, but he says he doesn't think drag has to be feminine as there are different types of women and men. He says drag should be diverse and inclusive, not all hairless and super feminine. Mm-hmm. You hear that, friends? Come on, he says, it's not about, he says it's not about being feminine. It's about having your own style. 
Christian knows she shouldn't force him to be what she wants him to be. She will let him be free and let it flow. So parental in that moment. Mm-hmm. Gana will ask her partner what it's like to be gay in Venezuela. And he says that the community is large and inclusive. His family knows he is gay. Gata will tell him that her dad did not take it very well as it's a manly sort of thing, so he doesn't accept him. He will tell her that his dad knows but doesn't talk about it. It's a taboo subject. Now, over with Chris, he tells that says that Columbia is very religious and being an actor with long hair and an androgynous face, he's had a lot of confusion of being thought of being a girl. He says that he once found a thread with about a thread with about 150 comments talking shit about who he is. And I was like, where what? What kind of actor are you? Where, where are you famous? Mm-hmm. Should, we, should we know who this person is? But Tanaka tells him that being different is what makes him who he is and will allow him to stand out. And with Orhino, she will ask what it's like in Chihuahua, as it's very different from Mexico City. And he says it's difficult to be gay because male chauvinism is still strong there. Also, please note that this man has smartly decided to shave with shaving cream. Thank you. For those who listen to me on this podcast, dry shaving. No, 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 no. I dry shave if it's like I'm just trying to touch up. Like I just have one hair I just need to get rid of. But yeah, when you're doing the full thing, it's like, no, you need the shaving cream. You need a hot shower, lather it up, and then make sure that blade's not dull. He goes on to say that if they saw two guys doing something, they would be called names and get bullied. And he says it's hard to realize that there are places in Mexico where male chauvinism is still strong and hopes that will change with time. He will share that even though he grew up with his grandparents in a very religious home, he never thought that there was something wrong with him. I love these little connections and I kind of mm-hmm. wanted more. We, we, we only had like little snippets of these four conversations, which we clearly know probably went on for like a, quite some time. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's really fascinating to hear the perspective of four Latin American countries and, and how being gay uh, has impacted their lives if it has or not. Um, Cause we don't really get to hear that on the show. Cause usually it's, contained to a singular country yeah Mm -hmm. well that's it we're saving the official reveals for the runway which world of wonder do that for all the shows please like just wait wait till the end like like let us be surprised yeah that was the one thing like when france did their reviews i was like i was like oh it'd be nice to have seen like it on the runway i agree i agree we head to the main stage where Lolita is giving us an orange creamsicle fantasy while Valentina is dazzling in red again. That is her signature color. Mm. We have Oscar Madrazo alongside the stunning Laura Carmine. Category is Miss Drag Latin America. And in honor of the runway, we're going to play Miss Crown Her or Miss Participation Trophy. <laughs> Starting with Galavaro and Dalivaro. I love the color story. I know that she is going for identical and it clearly didn't pan out, but I think it was a smart move to be matching. Yeah. I like the blue and nude combo. Dali looks sexy as fuck. That mug is stunning. Gala painted her more beautiful than she does herself. Dare I say, Valentina, that you? Love the blue gown that Gala has more than Dali's nude. They are complimentary of one another. I think Dali's walk was superb. This was a very strong makeover challenge. 
Oh, very strong. Because I, you know, you mentioned that you think uh, that Valenzuela has a very uh, Valentina look. I was getting that from like just for as a boy in the run in the in the workroom. Yeah. I was looking. I'm going like he has a familiar looking face, and I'm like it kind of reminds me of like early Valentina. Um, but yeah, when they walked out the runway, I was like, oh, she was ready. This 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 is a professional like. Like she wanted to be a beauty queen. She was like, Miss Valenzuela, that's who I am. Let's make this work. Um, the color story, I really liked it uh, with written the two colors, having it be like we're matching, but not uh, having the accents on um, accent panels on, on each other. Uh, and yeah, the beat is I think she has the most beautiful face. And it was like, Gala, why don't you paint yourself like that? Absolutely. Valentina says that Gata has done spectacular with Dali as she looks beautiful. She says there is a lot of detail and she was very ambitious with something well executed. Lara says that her representation of Miss Venezuela is perfect. She says that everything is on point, including the hairstyle and dress, as they know they are known for shiny dresses that say, look at me. Mm -hmm. Lilita says she was very smart as they matched each other in a very harmonious way. She says she didn't use the same dress twice, but instead a matching dress was perfect. Lilita tells Dottie to join them for a drag race Mexico too. She says she had a fantastic teacher, but she already knew a thing or two. Mm -hmm. I will give her a Miss Crown her. Miss Crown her. Audience, 86% Miss Crown her, 14% Miss Participation Trophy. Next up, Matraca and Maraca. I think it was a sweet touch to add the poncho or whatever we're going to call it eventually to yeah. Colombia. The problem was that Matraca's gown was beautiful and tailored to her. Maraca's was nice, but it didn't have the va-va-voom body that Matraca had. I think yeah. it was a fairly simple execution of a makeover. I think the different heels bothered me simply because the gowns were matching and these were not. In the mug, I wish she gave her more of the quintessential Matraca mug with more stones, more dots and all. Mm -hmm. Or if you're going to focus more on Colombia, I think Matraca should have not done her typical face to show that there is a difference here. They looked fine. There was nothing terrible. It was just middle of the pack. And when you are the middle of the pack of four, unfortunately, that's the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like... Matraka's runways have been like amazing. I think this is kind of like her weakest. It was a very safe runway. Um, I like the nod at the start and the fact that they all read it down was like, I thought the whole point was them embracing their cultures as well. And the fact that she was like, this is a traditional thing from my home. And it was just, I think only the guest judge was like, that was a that was my favorite part. I, I love that that nod. Um, but yeah, it's like I, I've seen Matraka look so much better on this show so far um so i do think it was like i think she went the safe route maybe she's not thinking that she would be fine but yeah it was when you when you play it safe on like close to the end it usually doesn't work in your favor valentina says they both look stunning she loves the design and the color of the dress as this as it's simple and is more of a corset like she thinks the hood wasn't necessary she says maraca's hair is incredible and looks like a doll Lara says that she did like the hood as a wow factor and felt it represented the country. Lolita says that she loves surprises, but thought, God, tell me this is not it. She says when they took off the hood, she felt relieved, not surprised. Maraca will share that the hood, her family is the hood. Her family is from the coffee region of Colombia, and they use the ponchos a lot there, and that is their way to incorporate that piece of Colombia. Mm -hmm. Oscar says it lacked a glow. He says if that it had been the beginning of the contest, showing off the typical costume of your country, then the ponchos would have been great. 
Okie dokie. Um, I'm still gonna yeah. Be like strong. I didn't like I didn't like that comment, given the fact that like, well, this girl wasn't in the beginning of the contents when you do the hometown pride episode. But I'm like, we're bring you specifically chose to bring people from four different regions to the to the stage. And they were going to they you knew that they would want to represent their culture as well as Mexican culture. So the fact that you're reading her on that, I was like, how can you read the, the, the girl you brought to to the show for this makeover? You're reading her choices of wanting to preserve, of wanting to be proud of where she's from. I was like, also, please, girl, know, Miss Columbia, um, they are filming in. Colombia, Colombia, so. especially when you're like you're filming in her country. Shut the fuck up. With probably the majority of that crew being Colombian. Um, exactly. Okay, I can't wait. To Drinking Colombian coffee. For- <laughs> I'll give it a Miss Crowner. I'm still gonna give it a Miss Crowner. Audience, eighty-one percent Miss Crowner, nineteen percent Miss Participation Trophy. Reina Voce and Joanna Voce. Now. I don't know if Rahina has done makeovers before or not, but this one, well, that's a very manly man, Maury. I think the mug is yeah. pretty, but it's not sitting well on Johanna's face. The hair is way too big for Johanna, and the flowers completely cover the side of her face. The look, I have to assume that this was something that Rahina had and tried to repurpose for this challenge, but because of the material, it did not come close to reading a swimwear, and thus it didn't feel appropriate for what this makeover challenge was supposed to be. I think the results of this episode made me happy, but this almost marked the end of the Queen of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Regi- it was like Regina, I got the idea of like, I'm presenting evening gowns, she's presenting swimwear, but it was like the headpiece overpowered her. And it's just like, I'm like, why did you, like, you did a soft crown on you. Why couldn't you have done something similar on her hair? Or it's like, or this is a way that already had it in it. You know how to work it yourself, but you're kind of making your girl walk out there like kind of like you know headlights on can you see um you might fall off the stage maybe that will help us i don't know um i think it really was like the outfit really the main part thing was she wanted to show off her her girl's ass and she did yep and it felt like it felt like once she saw the ass she's like oh i'll put you in this instead of being more like a traditional gown and I think if she would have done the gown, I, I don't I still think she probably would have been in the bottom. Um because again it's like when you're mid pack in a pack of four their only way the only place you can be is bottom two right valentina says the lady they look spectacular and loves the red lips but feels that by wearing black the other girls stand out more she tells her she wants her to step up her game because she has everything to win but she must innovate her style okay lara says that she can see mexico but says there is something missing she says it doesn't represent recent Mexican contestants and feels like she represents Mexico in the 1980s. Oscar asks if she already had a dress and made the other one and she says yes as she had to adjust this one that she had outgrown. She had the fabric and thought of making a swimsuit as it's also important in beauty pageants. She will say if it looks like it's from the 80s it's because she was born in the 1980s. And she grew up watching Miss Universe as her dad used to record them for her in beta which no longer exists. Exactly. I'm sure all the Gen Z were like, what? What is beta? What's a beta? It's what it came before VHS. What's VHS? Yeah. Oscar says that Johanna shower showed such enthusiasm and confirms she never walked in heels. 
Lelita says that Johanna has was serving cake and couldn't focus on anything else on the entire catwalk. She thinks she's pansexual now and says upstairs was one story and downstairs was another as her little friend wanted to come out. She says she would have been more focused if she had used one of those beach wraps as it would have given a bottle shape as it confuses her sexuality. Lolita, it's not about you. It's about the contestant. But uh, she's right. a judge. It's, of course it's about her. It's, it's a misparticipation trophy. Yeah, I think this one is is a participation. Audience, 52% miscrown her, 48% misparticipation trophy. And finally, Christian Peralta and Gabi Peralta. The white gowns were the winning combination. They both had their own style, yet still felt like family. And yes, mm-hmm. this is Conchita Worst, or perhaps the most beautiful bearded queen to walk the stage. It is simple. It was executed flawlessly. Yeah. Yeah, she did a really great job You incorporating the mug uh, and I like the story they played with it with her with the beard to be like, I'm going to shave it and then be like, I'm accepting of, of, of who you are as a person. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's the, that's the reason why they took the actual win was their storyline on the runway. But I think actual transformation, I think it should have gone to Gala. Valentina says they both look spectacular. She says their hair matches perfectly and she's wearing feminine makeup. Christian reveals she had her dress, but then they sew to make another dress. She says, even though they are different, they are from the same blood as Gabby wants to make her own choices. Lara says she loved them for that moment and when they walked out as she did the performance of trying to shave her. She says it was all about acceptance as we must accept who we are and what we feel. Lolita says they got it with the beard and says that Gabby looks gorgeous. She says it's not just a pretty face, but the storytelling was on point. She says they both look gorgeous. I will give her a miss crown her. He gets the crown. Audience 90% miss crown her 10% miss participation trophy. They're all going to head backstage where there are a lot of happy mothers. Now, Krishna mm-hmm. will say she doesn't feel safe. This lack of cockiness is getting to me. Own it, bitch. What do, you, what do you think is going through her mind when she's sitting here for these confessionals talking like this? Are they telling her to say this? Or is this how she's really feeling? Or I'm wondering if these are just, you know, because they have them wear the same outfit. I'm wondering if these are things from an earlier episode of her being like, yeah, I possible. don't feel safe about that. But I'm like, oh, we'll put it here because it's going to show that she's, her confidence is like, is like, uh, is lingering now that she's so close to the end. Is this part of the storyline? Because it's like, is this being like, oh, well, she, we're putting in that, la- uh, her lack of confidence. And that's why we're not going to give her the crown next week right. or. Ohina knows she didn't do well and will have to lip sync. She knows that she is the only one who received negative comments. And if it's not what they wanted, well, it's too late now for her to change. I feel like now continuing to discuss the confessionals, she is checking out. Like you can tell her energy is dipping. She knows she's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's I think she's hit that point of the show of the show where it's like, I I, I see the right on the wall. I'm the only because at this point, well, her and no, Gala has, does Gala have two wins or one win? I believe she has one win. Yeah. So at this point, she knows that her and Gala have have the least amount of wins compared to Matraka and Christian. And it is very much, I think she was like, the challenges where she thought she was going to do well and she didn't is like, all right, I didn't win this when I should have. Oh, I was safe for the girl groups. The things that like are my voice are the, the key factors. And I think it's, and also too, 
for the last few weeks, Val- Valentina especially ha- keeps telling Regina, you need to step it up. And you're right. like, what does she have to step up? I'm all, you're not a fan like of, you don't like, you're not a fit. You're not a, you're not a fan of her old school drag. And yeah. now she's starting to make, and now you have the whole thing where she's all, it's just like, I, I feel like that's the thing when you have a judge who doesn't like your drag style, no matter how good you are, you're all, you're going to hit that wall of, I don't know what they want from me because to tell me to step up my drag is not me anything that's an episode one thing when you're telling a girl who's just like i need you need to step up your looks um not an episode 10 thing to be like hi i haven't you've given me the same look every week it's one thing to say that like you're you've done the same silhouette every week you don't really change it up i would like to see a little more variety in your looks but to say like you have to step up your 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 game at this point in the competition i always feel like what what are you talking about? Also, that you've had them do how many um, mini challenges in full looks that they probably thought were runway categories that you're like, right. they probably don't have enough clothes. And they're like, we're hitting the right. end of our clothesline, you know? It, it is really interesting because it is always Valentina discussing her looks. And as watchers of queen of the universe we knew this style going in like there's nothing mm-hmm. new to shock anybody and to basically count her out and say you're not going to be our winner because you don't represent the f- future of drag it's unfair it's not fair no it's not fair yeah Rahina will say that she thinks it'll be mataraka down with her as she points out they didn't like the shambrita Okay, are they hoods, ponchos, chambritas? My American ass is getting very confused. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm offending someone, so someone please help me. Exactly. I mean, yeah. said ponchos, so are we going with ponchos? I, I would assume that's what I would have called something in that, like when it's like open, open head, full body, and it doesn't, it's open and, you know, it doesn't close you up. I've always referred to that as a poncho growing up. So that's in my head. I would call it a poncho. It may have a different name in Colombia or maybe a different region might call it differently. It's like, you know, a chancla is to say, it's like, you know, it's a flip flop, but I'm not in one, but in my home, it's a chancla, you know. That's true. Well, God says they've all done well throughout the season. So the decision will be tough. The Queens are back. The judges have decided getting a tied record, five wins. Um, though technically in Draggers Thailand they do things a little differently so technically yeah. I think Christian is the winner here five wins it's her game to lose she also yeah. wins a thousand pesos Gala's safe leaving with Taraka and Rohina as the bottom two you've already said what you said I agree yeah. with you They there's no reason Christian needed this extra win nope this could have gone to Gala um, it feels very heavy handed I even I still think if Gala won this challenge and Rohina still had, uh, stayed where she was, Mataraka stayed where she was, and Christian got four wins, mm-hmm. Christian's still going to win. So yeah, I don't know Christian... why you're. I don't get yeah, why you're going to beat these girls down to have a terrible finale where they all think they, they have no shot. Exactly, because you're now having because like the only one that has a that's close and wins is Matraka having two, um, or three. She has three wins. She has one bottom placement, and you have Gala who has one win with two bottom placements, and Regina with one win with one bottom placement. So you have the girl who's not been the bottom yet. So unless the, unless they're unless they're doing 
a one a whole lip sync for the crown type thing where you could have like a Sasha Valora moment of like, oh shit, your front runner just mm-hmm. got knocked out because we Sasha, who we didn't expect anything from, blew us away. Um it is one of those things where it's like I did feel like did they already expect like they didn't think Gallo was going to do well, but at the same time they gave Gallo one of the best contestants to work with. So it's a real weird little right. thing. Or was their plan always to have a top four, and this was just going to be um, we're just going to fuck with you uh, another another week? Yeah. Who knows? The conspiracy theories of Drag Race always mm-hmm. live and well in this always. podcast. Always. Oh, have you heard the one? Uh, I was listening to the Drag Per podcast when they were discussing the. Uh, the denim runway, the one where they had to do with the Levi's, their conspiracy is the reason why no one went home that week was because um, they believed that uh, they had, it was like the Queens came up with the concepts, but they don't believe the Queens actually did the designs because they were Are too Are you telling perfect. me you didn't listen to my recap where I said the same I didn't listen thing? To, I'm sorry, I didn't listen to your recap. I said but the same I, exact thing. Me and yeah. Jam from Survivor, we, I discussed, I said, they did not show them making a single fucking thing. This was Levi's bringing people in to make them for him. Yep, because Absolutely. it was, one, and again, it was one of the things where it's like, this should have been, we, we should have gotten rid of Lady Kara at this point. Uh, but then you're like, no, she did good. And then and, the way they did that episode too, Levi's where did like, not want to have their brand look bad. So, oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe they stole that idea from my podcast. I don't know. I don't know. But, but again, but also too, it's like when you when you watch as much Drag Race, you very much have the same mindset. So like, is does this give you that vibe? And then you're like, yes. I've listened to three different podcasts, all the same thing. So you know that's the, you know that's like how it's gonna be. Yeah, exactly. All right, the song is El Bombon Esino by Ninel Conde. Have you heard the song before? I haven't. It was a good song. I liked I it. I liked it. This one, this is one of the strongest top fours, and it's because they're all fabulous mm-hmm. at the art of drag and the art of lip syncing. Yep. The song had so much Mexican influence, and both queens brought their heritage to the stage through their performance in their own unique way. I think there was no way you could eliminate either of them this late in the game. And no. if they were to, it would have come down to track record and maybe all the points that our friends on all these uh, wikis do. Rohina is a performer. She knows how to captivate on stage. She is fabulous. Did she need to take her gown off? No. Did no. she do it at the most prime time during the music break and use the beats to her advantage? Absolutely. She yeah. is a professional. Mm-hmm. That being said, Matraka held her own. Oh, so she did. She kept the reason it was like why we saw Rohina more mm-hmm. than Matraka. Yeah, because I kept my, I kept my eyes going back and forth to be like, who am I watching more? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Because the thing is about, I do the little like point system for my fantasy league and I kind of do it for like the regular, for like all the other seasons to kind of get an idea of like how well the girls are doing. Honestly, Rahina, uh, Matraka and Christian, given the point system I do, they all had the same points going into this into this. They are all like the three of them have been like consistently equal for the last few weeks. And this is like now now we have we have a Christian breaking the pack for the win. But you still have two girls who now have the same have the same point records. And then Gala behind them. So it was that thing where you're like, Rahina, like to say track record, it's like, honestly, yes, 
Matraka had more wins, but when you look at like low and safe placing, they kind of even each other out because neither of them have had to really lip sync lip sync except for like one time. Um, so I was like, I didn't, I felt like, I'm like going, if they're getting rid of Matraka, this will be so heartbroken to be a top four and to be that girl that almost made the finale, that should have been the finale, but faltered at the, faltered at that last second. Cause we've seen it happen how many times? Like, on when you get to that top four episode right. where you have a queen who's like who you thought would be in the finale but didn't make it um and even they had that but i knew she was going to be in when they after they called you safe and they did the little popping head of christian being like i i did not like matraka not being in the finale doesn't make sense to me and then they were like do to do do to do do to do you're in the finale and it's just like oh you motherfuckers I mean, like surprises. Again, I, I would prefer Rahina's performance over Matsuraka, mm-hmm. but in the end, both queens are heading the finale. It was the right decision. Yeah. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you Let's ready? Let's go. Let's go. What is this lip sync's legacy in the world of double saves? I guess it'd be neutral. Um, yeah, it was fine. Nothing special. Nothing. Not one I'm gonna like. Remember. Nothing like exactly like it's like you know you have your iconic double saves, but you're like, yeah, it's like especially given this season's double saves, it's probably the best. Um, but yeah, I think oh, I also feel like this season the lip syncs just started off so bad, and then they got, then they. Then they just like then they hit the trajectory of like, okay, we've the girls who are not the best lip syncers are out. So now we're dealing with performers who aren't good at drag race. That essentially is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now you're into girls who are like, okay, they were good at drag race and they can lip sync. So we're at that good where these are good lip syncs now. Absolutely. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Um Miss Mexico's ass that way that had the best episode. I was just gonna go with Miss Venezuela, but if we're gonna say a, a queen, I'm gonna say Gala. I think Gala had a, a remarkable. No, honestly, I do. I think I think Gala had the best episode because I think she did a really good makeover. Um, and then she had the whole PowerPoint presentation. Um, she, she had that was her spotlight, and I think I think she was robbed of a win. And you know, so I think she had yeah, her, she had the best record for as a contestant on the show. But I think, you know, of the makeovers, the ass got the most, was talked about the most. So I agree. Mexico's ass. Mm-hmm. All right. It's time for a reunion. What unresolved drama do you anticipate being resolved? What the fuck are they going to talk about this? I don't know. exactly. I'm like, I feel like they didn't have any, I'm like anything that they had disputes on. They kind of worked out the next episode. There was, and it no wasn't like you had, this season. And it wasn't like you had talking heads of girls who, like, after they left them, still talking shit about them. It's like, no, this was a very, like, kumbaya group. They were very friendly with each other. Yeah, I'm here for it. Like, I love when we support our stars. Mm -hmm. Go watch Drag Race Philippines 2, people. Like, if you want drama, that's your drama. Literal drama. Um, Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's the drag race untucks we need. I just need to fight. Just one fight. Someone fight somebody. Like, and we'll I'm wondering if it's going to be something like if this is out that the reunions is. I'm wondering if they filmed the reunion before the finale, or if it's going to be like, hi, oh, you just like now watch the show. Uh, yeah. Like so yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a matter of like I don't know because like, that Hispania reunion was so boring. Yeah. It was so boring, and then we had to recap it. I was like, what are we recapping? Yeah. Uh, no, this is basically yeah. going to be like, so tell us about the time that Gala and Pixie dated. 
Exactly. Or they're going to be, or it's going to be like, Pixie, how's your OnlyFans going? Did you get a up? Right. Did you get an up spike after you left? It's like, right. okay. I mean, we kind of answered this question, but after ten episodes, yeah. where the season is? If it's not Christian, I will be surprised. It's really her, her, her crown to lose this year on all of the Drag Race television programs. No surprises. There really have not been any surprises when it comes to winners. No, no. So far, it's been, yeah, yeah. No surprises. No surprises. Um, I think we're the runner-ups have been the ones who we thought, like, well, if it doesn't go to her, this is the person that's going to take it. And it's like, nope, nope. Well, it went to her. It's like, yeah, it hasn't. And not to say like these wins have not been deserving. All the the queens who have won this year have all like deserved. They've done. They've done well, but it is very much like this year has been. There hasn't really been a surprising win. Where you had what was it like? We haven't had a Spanky Jackson yet. Not yet. But I love her. Uh, I fucking love Spanky Jackson. There's still time. Now I, will I say know it win. will be down under that has a surprise. That's what it's going to be. Oh God, please don't, please don't do that to me. Uh, Christian's going to win. Mm-hmm. Christian will be on a global All Star season alongside, as I've said all this entire time, against uh, Envy mm-hmm. Peru and Karma Frala. It's going to be. Um, the 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 battle that I've been dying to mm-hmm. see. Um, and you know what? Um, Kirsten deserves all the praise. She's a brilliant drag artist. She yep. is also giving us a new narrative when it comes to pansexual visibility. Um, having a family. I think this is a great winner for the first season of the show. Yeah. The other three. This is not the end of them. You will see. Oh them no! On a no. all star season, you will see them on a versus the world season. I think this is easily one of the strongest top fours ever. Mm-hmm. I will, yeah, I, especially Matraka and Gala. I can easily see Rahina. I think might, I think she might be one who will say like, might take some time, step away to be like, I did Queen of the Universe. I've done Mexico. I need. No, no, I need no. Some Rahina time away. Voce, if Rahina Voce gets a phone call for UK versus the world from RuPaul, she will be there in a heartbeat. Oh, she yes. wants to be in front of RuPaul more than anybody, and she'll okay. be. All- I'll know that she can do the English. She is going to be on Verse the World. I guarantee they are all going to be. They're all doing lingo English. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. What's it? They'll be like English, British slang. There we go. And listen, there's always the rumors of these this um, Espana Verse the World. So mm-hmm. get giddy up, kids. These kids. Are I, I'm what, I, I, and I think I'm ready right, for like wait. another like not it just being UK, not being Canada. I'm ready for another franchise to be like, hi, let's do this. It's going to be yes. oh, Supreme Deluxe. Right, where can we find you on mm. social media, Venmo, and all of the projects you want to plug? All oh, the projects. Oh, my God. There's so many. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at Harry is Precious is Harry. On tw- the Twitter, it is Envy of Precious. Venmo, Precious Envy. Um, let's see. I will be doing something on sunday night i don't have the details yet so follow me on the insta and the tweets and i can post there it's going to be an after party for trauma video don't know what what it is what's going on but it's going to be hosted by coma white uh so i'm going to be one of her guests uh don't know who else is going to be joining and then um the miss rock bar season seven will be coming your way starting september 18th is the meet and greet so you stop by rock bar meet meet some queens and then it'll be a few weeks of competition and let's see if i can if seventh time is the charm or if my reign as susan lucci continues listen 
contestants, stay away from the stairs. Especially if breakfast is a week. <laughs> I said I haven't done All it right. yet. Well, this... I know, right? This is fun. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Um, friends, you're going to hear Precious on the podcast again very soon because it just happens. There's two new franchises and uh, it, I love it. Thank you for being here. I swear. I swear. I swear. I've known as now like, yes, I watch everything Drag Race. I'm a, like you, Michael, we're Drag Whisperers. 